Assalamu alaikum and welcome to our 90th episode of ABC Islam and our 54th episode of our new series Islamically Independent. We are two Muslim sisters to about the ABCs of Islam all the way to XYZ. Today we're going to be talking about a very important topic and that is all about how to be independent as a woman in four different aspects which is financially, emotionally, in a relationship and in school. So obviously this will relate mostly to women because we'll be giving references to women in Islam However, obviously, you men can also um, relate to these tips as well. And or you, if you're a man, you can also like, you know, advise your sisters and your mother and any other female females you have in your life. So this will hopefully, inshallah, be very, very informative. But over here, I have my sister. So how are you today? And do you think this topic relates to us today? Alhamdulillah, I'm doing really good. And of course, we're doing this podcast episode, especially because a few days ago, there was the International Women's Day. So as, as we already know, we Muslims don't celebrate these kind of cultural celebrations and stuff. But we wanted to put our spin on it and make it more like a Muslim moment. How can we become better Muslim Muslimas ourselves? And uh, yeah, so hopefully this podcast episode will be helpful for both genders. Yes, definitely, because you really have to understand that International Women's Day is about celebrating one day, but actually we should be celebrating women every single day and also that we should be trying to improve ourselves as women every single day. And if you think that Allah hasn't given women role models in Islam, you are completely wrong because Allah has given so many women in the in the Quran and references to them and how to be like them and how to be successful as well. Mm-hmm. Now, um, if you'd like to know more about us, please check out our trailer or alternatively, the description box below now without any further ado we're now going to go on so um i my sister will be each giving one tip based on each aspect so um the first aspect that we're going to be talking about is financial so how to be independent financially and Mm -hmm. for each tip um we, we will be giving a reference to a woman in the quran so how can you be independent financially according to islam so this is a very good question, especially, you know, there are so many cultural references or norms that tells us, you know, why girls should not be earning too much money or they should not be too financially independent because everything goes to the husband and everything is provided by the husband and stuff, which is to some extent true in Islam that we have to de- depend on our husbands and we and our husbands are the main providers of the family and they cannot shy away from that duty of theirs. But we have the freedom, we have the financial freedom in a way to make our own money, but at the same time, keep it to ourselves selves which is a very cool thing and no other religion has this rule where if the woman earns then she has to give it to the husband because it is only in islam and i think that's very commandable and something that the western people don't really get to see which is very unfortunate but the tip that i would like to share with my muslim sisters who are listening to this and also other muslim brothers is the fact that women should have multiple streams of income so this means that even if you have a full-time job a nine-to-five job that you have you should be having other things that you're doing on the side side projects for example maybe a youtube channel or a podcast like this one or it could be you know a course creating or you know content creators for courses for example um, any kind of course that you want to create for example we know that there's Udemy or there is Fiverr like if you want to do a freelancing or there's even Skillshare and all those kind of things so Having having multiple streams of income not only shows that you're not dependable on one source of income, but at the same time, you gain a lot of skills, which I think that it is relatable to Khadija, peace be upon her, who is a pro- the wife of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And we know that she was the queen, you could say, that she was the one who knew about business. She was very innovative. She did not hold those, um, you know, hold those 
old-fashioned mindsets that you know what I should be submissive to my husband which means that he has to do everything for me and everything like that but she had a really really bright mind for her to basically have more than one business and she was handling so many things and that shows that in Islam first of all that women are allowed to work and second of all women can earn the money and keep it to themselves as well and also Islam recognizes that women do not have to be always at home and taking care of the children which is also of course a really good thing for a mother to do but also being independent financially is something that all sh- all women should strive to be and those people who say that you know what well, girls should not be working and they should stay at home 24 7 they cannot have a career outside that's completely wrong that's not in islam and we can see it from this beautiful a uh, woman in islam it's an example <laughs> Yes, definitely. Um, so I think that, you know, um, financially independent is being really, really important. Um, one of the, the tip that I would like to give in order to be independent financially is to actually budget and ensure you know exactly how you're using your money. So obviously, your money can be spent in three ways. Either you save it up, either you spend it, and this can be for your essentials like your bills, but also, you know, if you want to have to buy food and clothing. And then you, the other third, the third option is to invest which many people do not do but we know that as a Muslim woman if you have a job and if you're getting income in any way you should ensure that you do um, equally like spend it in each way so you uh, you have to leave some money for saving some money for investing and some money for spending so an amazing example of this as my sister said was Khadija peace be upon her because she was obviously a, a person who after her father's death instead of you know grieving over her father and you know not doing anything about her life she actually inherited her father's wealth and she invested it into the businesses that she had and this shows that she knew exactly what she had to do with her money and almost as if she was budgeting because obviously you will only be able to set up a successful business if you know how to use money so as an independent woman in my opinion I think that you should definitely you know have some sort of planner where you're budgeting and you know exactly how much money you have to save per month how much money you have to spend and how much money you have to invest and make sure you are investing it wisely because that is exactly how the beautiful woman Khadija peace be upon her did it I think that was really good and we have to take a responsibility for us to really ensure that we know about these things as Muslim women because I believe that we are so surrounded by cultural norms and societal norms that we forget the roots and how women are actually supposed to act and react in society as Muslim women. But obviously we are Muslim women which means that also having a good career and having being financially independent on the outside is really, really important but I also believe that on the inside which means emotionally we have to be independent as well so that don't we don't fall into traps of men who tell us that we're so beautiful and we're going to be trapping over them and you know falling in love with them just because of that so we have to be very emotionally secure mature and independent in a way so what would be your tip and what is the woman reference that you could think of when you were thinking about your tip um, I think that in order to be independent emotionally, the tip that I would give is that you should definitely have ways to manage bad times or times when you are stressed. Mm-hmm. And I think that many women do not really like know, and e- even men in general, no one, some people just don't really know how to deal with stress or how to deal with uncertainty. And even though we cannot control necessarily exactly what's going to be happening our, in our lives, we can control how we react to that situation. So mm-hmm. if you are going through a stressful time, like studying, like let's so you have exams coming up and you start feeling really really stressed as a girl you should know how you're going to deal with that stress so maybe you need to experiment with different ways on how to deal with stress maybe you could journal or you could have someone in your life you're going to tell your problems to if you need some advice or um 
maybe you're going to have like, I don't know, maybe you're going to have a counsellor who you're going to be talking to, or maybe you have specific hobbies that you do when you're stressed to relieve stress like exercise or painting. So you really need to find those um, hobbies or things to do in order to manage your stress and manage those bad times. And an example of this is actually Mariam, peace be upon her. And she obviously managed her by her bad time by completely relying on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when she was pregnant. Um, obviously, she was pregnant without a father so um when she was pregnant with isa peace be upon her, peace be upon him obviously she completely relied on allah subhanahu wa ta'ala she knew how to manage her bad and stressful time and she did not have to rely on anyone else but obviously you need to find your own ways in order to relieve stress and bad times i think that's absolutely right and we believe that Having full unconditional faith in Allah is really, really important. And that is my point as well, which is to have unconditional faith. And no matter what the circumstances you're going through, whether that might be good or bad, we should never, ever leave Allah and we know that Allah is our creator and he knows what's best for us. And, you know, sometimes we go through certain situations and certain problems. We think that there's no way out of this. I cannot really do anything about this or I can't find any solution to this. So in those kind of situations, I think Allah is the most important factor that we should be relying or source that we should be relying on. And this is what Umm Musa did when she was actually putting Musa salam in the basket and putting on the river. I'm not sure what the river was called, but it was a river and he was basically flowing on the water or something. So I think that that clearly shows probably river nile or something as my sister said but you can do your own research but definitely that situation clearly strikes to me to show that she had so much faith in allah that she was willing to put her newborn child a newborn baby on a basket and just put it on the water so that was a really good way to show that you need to have full unconditional faith in allah to get everything in your life when and especially when it comes to bad situations because it's very easy for us to complain in those kind of situations and say that you know what why is allah doing this to me and that's not when we should be doing that we should be thinking about gratitude we should be thinking about the fact that we are muslims first of all and that we should be grateful for that that we have a source to rely on all the time and make us feel really good about our ourselves um yeah so that would be my tip Yes, definitely. Um, I think that being independent emotionally is really, really important because you are going to have bad times in this life and that is no joke and you know, it's not it's not something it's completely something that's inevitable, like it's going to happen. So you need to make sure that you use those tips. But now we're we'll moving on to the third aspect and that is about how to be independent in a relationship. Now obviously, um, you know, having independence in a relationship is also really, really important because you do not want to be completely relying on the other person but at the same time you also need to make sure you're strengthening your relationship you do not want your relationship to become weak and brittle so that is why um my sister is going to be now giving a tip on how to be independent in a relationship as a muslim woman so those of you who might be listening to this tip they might be thinking oh my god is this true is this something that you're supposed to do with your husband or something uh but i think um and this tip that i'm going to be revealing of course is only doable for your husband of course but this is something that might go against what you hear in the society right now which is to be very strong very tough very masculine as a woman so you have to be a masculine woman to survive in a relationship because especially when it comes to all this kind of feminism going on they tell you to be a masculine woman but however islam teaches you that if you're a woman you have to act like a woman and when it comes to the husband and wife relationship we have Aisha peace be upon her who is the best example for this to so how she used to act around the prophet and how the prophet used to reciprocate her acts and behaviors and she used to be very childish in a way but not in a not in a lack of a better word in a dumb way but in a cute childish way 
that would make the prophet you know be playful with her rather than being strict with her so as women whenever we are interacting with our husbands or fiancés or whoever we have to be very childish in a cute way and also express our feelings we cannot be <clears throat> we cannot be hiding our feelings and because our society tells us when we were young maybe our mothers may have told us oh, oh good that you're not crying that you uh, after you broke the glass that's good that you're not crying you're such a nice little girl or something like that because whenever we cry we are told to not cry if you know what i mean and that that's basically suppressing our emotions and that's when all these insecurities build up in our adulthood and we start you know doing all those kind of wrong things so we have to make sure that in a relationship especially the woman should be expressing her feelings so you if your husband asks you how how you're feeling right now you should not be saying that oh no i'm fine i'm okay you know don't say that just basically be honest with yourself be honest with yourself and him and say that yeah i'm feeling a bit angry today or i'm feeling a bit weak today i'm feeling a bit lonely today so you can say these kind of things and that and that will make sure that you're connecting with your husband on a deeper level just like Aisha peace be upon her did with the prophet Muhammad peace be upon him Yes, definitely. I think that that would definitely show independence because, you know, if you're able to express yourself, it shows that you have your own feelings, it shows that you have your own boundaries, and I think that that is really important. But for me personally, the tip that I would give in order to be independent in a relationship is to definitely um be unavailable and Now this might be you know very controversial but if you watch like femininity channels which are completely like halal like halal if you get what i mean like you know women are supposed to be feminine and again if you're a feminist muslim you know watching this or listen to this podcast and you might want to check out one of our previous episodes the link will be in the show notes or the episode description but um you know fe- islam is not really a feminist religion because islam has already given so many rights to women and women are actually more appreciated than men in some sense in islam so um I would definitely say that in order to be independent in a relationship you do have to be unavailable in the sense that you have to make sure that you have your own life like you know you do not want to always show to everyone else that oh my god i have all the time in the world like you can't just you know whenever your friend calls you up and is like let's go out and you always just say yes like people will think that number one you don't really have anything to do with your life and number two you have no aspirations or goals so in my opinion i think that to strengthen a relationship distance is sometimes really really important so if you have your own life and if you're unavailable sometimes the times when you actually get to meet people like your closest friends like if you meet your close friends like once a week then you will actually be able to spend more quality time with her rather than if you meet her every day and you just do 5 minute conversations every day so sometimes distance is required and that is why you need to have your own life you need to be unavailable and then the times you're available you can basically spend that time and an example of someone who had their own life especially before marriage was the queen of sheba peace be upon her who was also known as belkis peace be upon her she was actually the uh, we believe that she was the wife of the prophet uh, suleiman peace be upon him but um he she basically was the queen of her kingdom and or her queendom like some people mm-hmm. say um but then later on after she converted to islam through the help of suleiman peace be upon him then she got married and this shows that she was very independent and she had her own life and that is so so important because you need distance and unavailability in order to get close to someone so that would be my tip 
I think that's absolutely a good idea, especially, you know, <clears throat> when girls nowadays get into relationships or marriages or anything like that, they think that they have to be with their husband all the time, 24-7, to show how much she loves him. But that's actually not true because men do not like clingy women or desperate women and they prefer or value and respect a woman who has her own life, who has her own goals and ambitions and dreams. So that tip, I think, is very relatable and something that I feel like women do forget once they get into a marriage, for example. They think that, yeah, I'm going to give up everything for my husband but that's not the right thing to do I feel like because you should be keeping your own life and identity as well as you know um, accompanying his one as well but of course now I'm going to be moving on to the last part which is very very important and if you have stayed till the end until now that's really really good that means that you really want to improve your life but we're going to be moving on to school so what is your tip when it comes to school um, I think that in order to be independent in school um, as a girl, I think that it is really, really important that you really appreciate school in every aspect because obviously the main reason why you go to school is to learn and you know for your academic curriculum and obviously if you want to do an academic career in the future like being a doctor or teacher or you know um, lawyer or whatever you want to do like obviously you will need your academics for that but school also teaches you how to make friendships and how to um, you know participate in clubs and societies and also how to deal with things like peer pressure and bullying so school teaches you a lot so in my opinion I think that in order to be independent in school I think that you should definitely have your own voice and you should be able to participate in speeches in clubs and societies and make your voice heard basically because when you go to school you don't want to only be known as a person who studies like a normal student you want to be known as a student who has their own voice mm -hmm. who tries to participate in as many things as possible like people should know your name do you get what I mean so an example of this is I should peace upon her because she was obviously one of the most authentic um sources she actually made many hadith books um you know quoting the prophet muhammad peace upon him which shows that she was very very educated and she also started participating in you know women's um you know like meetings and she would actually you know give uh deliver like speeches as well about islam and i think that that really shows that she had her own voice and she made sure that she used her knowledge to share with everyone else so in my opinion you can use these tips um of aisha peace upon and the wisdom and the things that she did and in order to be independent in school I think you should definitely participate in extracurriculars clubs and societies and make your voice heard definitely and I think that women have to be knowledgeable and in a share and in a way share as well their knowledge whatever they learn because in that way we're gonna grow a society which is more knowledgeable and intelligent and smart but my tip will be very simple one and that is to be organized and be and plan ahead always which means that in a way start from day one whatever you want to do which is preparing for exams for example and i can gather this example of the woman is asma bint abi Bakr, peace be upon her who is the daughter of abu Bakr, peace be upon him who was the friend of the prophet muhammad peace be upon him and this basically shows that you you know whenever the prophet and abu Bakr peace be upon him had to really escape or something I, I, don't, I don't remember the story exactly but they had to escape so asma basically peace be upon her made sure that she made a really good plan an organized plan to make sure they could escape very uh, easily rather than making it more complicated for them so that shows that you have to be organized and plan ahead whatever that might be in school in that way you will achieve your success 
Definitely. So those were all of our four aspects on how to be independent. I'm going to just quickly summarize the tips just so you have all the tips and you know you can get your pen and paper to write these down if you want to quickly write them down. So in order to be independent financially, the tip is have multiple streams of income and also uh, budget and know how you're going to spend your money. In order to be independent emotionally, make sure that you have full faith in Allah and have ways to manage your stress and your bad times. Um, number three is how to be independent in a relationship and the tips are to be childish and express yourself and also to have your own life and you know spend quality time when you're going to be spending time with someone and the last aspect is how to be independent in school and that is the tips are to be organized and plan ahead but also to participate in clubs societies and extracurriculars so those were all of our tips on how to be independent in all the four different aspects alhamdulillah we have come to the end of our wonderful podcast episode today we really hope that inshallah you've learned something new also if you did not know we upload every monday for islamically independent series here on abc islam if you're excited please subscribe or follow us on our podcast platforms such as google Podcasts, our podcast and spotify most platforms are free and you don't even need to log on jazakallah khair for listening may allah bless us all and we will inshallah see you next time assalamu alaikum